Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1, or should I say Stop and Go F2, as we're looking now at my uh, review and reactions for the sprint and feature races of the Formula 2 Down Under in the Australian Grand Prix. Yet again, much like in the Formula 3 and the Formula 1, another mental couple races here in the F2. Let's start with the sprint race. And now, before the sprint race even starts, we had two people out of the race, as both Fittipaldi and Ralph Boschong both went into the wall on the, <clears throat> not even the formation lap, on the lap to go to the grid before the formation lap. They spin Anna out. Real shocking stuff. I mean, I remember Sergio Perez in Spa 2021, I think hit the wall on the way to the grid, but that was extremely wet. This was a dry session, and this happened. Even more shocking for Ralph Boschong, as before this session started, he was the championship leader, not even being able to participate in the sprint race. Kush Miney also had a spin on the way to the grid, but was able to keep out of the wall and was able to carry on going. For the actual race itself, it was Dennis Hauger on pole with Jack Crawford alongside. The start was delayed uh, by five minutes. I think this was just to move the cars that were in the wall. Uh, but when the start gets going, it was a fantastic uh, start for Dennis Hauger, who was able to build a good gap at the start. Uh, Crawford is able to catch him pretty quickly, though, and it's on the back of him. There's a massive lockup for Iwasa, who has received a puncture. I can't remember who hit Iwasa, but there was a puncture there. There was a great move from Zane Maloney on Oli Behrman for P6. That was on the fourth lap of the race. And uh, Miami gets an impressive overtake done around the outside of Arthur Leclerc for P3. Uh, now, this is when the threats of rain started. Over the radio, we're hearing rain coming, rain coming, rain coming. This was on lap 12, and we can see little spots of rain on the camera now as we keep on going. We have a free-wide battle for P7 between Isaac Hadjar, Oli Behrman, and Victor Martins. And then uh, Frederick Vesti comes along and joins this battle as well. Absolutely incredible. Some great racing. I was saying to my friends the other day that if you look at F1, F2, and F3... In terms of which has the best racing so far this year, definitely F2. Miles away, the best racing out of the three. Uh, this is where Dewan has a big spit, spit, spin after being hit by Correa. This is where we get our first safety car of the sprint race. Because um, Dewan can't seem to get the car going again and is out of the race. This is when we have Porcher, Stanek, Correa and Cordiel all come in for the wet tyres behind the safety car, taking the risk that when the safety car comes in, the track will be wet enough for wet tyres and they can grab that advantage there. Uh, Stanek, though, as he comes out, the cold tyres, uh, he instantly goes off the track in turn one through the gravel trap, but is able to keep on going. We get a spin for Correa behind the safety car, um, and that's when Zane Maloney, who was close to the front of the grid and hadn't picked for tyres, he was told on the radio that they expect the rain to stop now. The rain is done, apparently. Cordiel comes into the pits, but not for wets. He goes on to the mediums. And then we have Martins de Ruvula, uh, uh and Iwasa. And there was another one as well that I haven't written down. Who else pitted? I can't remember. Was it Benavides? 
It might have been Benavidez. Anyway, they all came in and they pitted for Wets. So Zayn Maloney is being told the rain has stopped. Cordille comes in to pit, but only for the Wets. But then these four come in very late behind the safety car, it must be said, and they're pitting for the wet weather tyres. We get a late release for Victor Martins. And then Deruvela, as he's coming out, does the exact same thing Stanek did on the cold tyres, straight across turn one and back onto the track. <sighs> Benavidez, Brad Benavidez, he is then go. The safety car says, oh, safety car coming in this lap. But Benavidez, on the penultimate corner of the lap, he just carries on going and just goes into the wall. So the safety car was coming in, but then has to carry on going on again. We get a 10-second penalty for Correa. Safety car is staying out in order to recover Benavides' car. Iwasa then pits again, taking the wets off and putting the mediums back on. And the safety car comes in with two laps to go. And then it's just a wasa at the back, and in front of him, all the guys who paid for wets, and he just destroys them. He gained five places in one lap. Field Porcher goes off uh, on the final lap, but managed to keep it, uh, come back on and stay in the race. And that's when we have the checkered flag. It was Dennis Hauger who won, becoming the fifth new race winner in five races so in f2 every race we'd had up until this point had had a brand new winner which is fantastic jack crawford was in second and kush miney in third i believe that was miney's first podium of the year and you know he has been very good i think he's been very underrated this year as we go on now to the feature race on the feature race it was uh Ayumi Awasa on pole with Teo Porcher in second place. Now, Porcher's had a bit of an interesting season because he came into Bahrain, dominated qualifying, dominated the race, and I think out of Bahrain, everyone expected him to just dominate the championship and completely run away with it. But he has not had it his own way as until now. In Saudi, he had the big crash with Behrman in the sprint race and then was pretty anonymous in terms of the feature race. So he's not really set the world on fire as of yet. And in the sprint race in Australia, he did all right, but he did go off the track at the end. Where did he actually finish? Let me just have a look. Porcher, where is he? he? Well, he actually retired the car at the end of the sprint race, so he was classified as 18th, but it was a, a DNF. So he did well in Bahrain, but between Bahrain and the start of the feature race in Australia, he scored no points. So he's looking to get his championship um, battle back up up and going here in the F2. And as we uh, lights out and away we go for the feature race, it was a great start for Iwasa. Then you have Hajar, who was in fourth place. He is catching up the back of Victor Martins and Teo Porcher, who are battling for second. Uh, Miney uh, is in the gravel, but is able to get through and continue for the race. And Dewan made a fantastic start, starting 15th, but by the end of the first lap was 11th. Fantastic. Uh, Ollie Behrman then gets a penalty for pushing someone off the track. And Dewan makes an incredible dive bomb, but ends up hitting Jack Crawford. So Crawford is in the wall, and that's when we get our first safety car of the feature race. There was a lot of safety cars. So Crawford is in the wall and out. We get a very busy pit lane now. So there were... 
how many cars actually started this race? Because they, they actually they actually all started, unlike in the sprint race, but there was 22 cars in this race, all of them but six decided to use this first safety car period to do their pit stops. Um, Behrman does his pit stop, and then as he's driving out, gets hit by Isaac Hajar, who had a uh, unsafe release, and Behrman instantly gets a puncture. So not only has he got a penalty now, but he's got a puncture and has to do another pit stop. Uh, Dewan hits twice under the safety car, very similar to what we saw Sergio Perez do with the first safety car of the F1, where he was on the hard tyres, pitched to the mediums, then pitched back to the hards in order to make sure he's done the mandated two tyres that he has to do. Now he's on tyres that will make him last till the end of the race. It's very clever. Um, so, let's see, what have I actually written down here? Right, so, this is the main story of the race from now on. It's the battle between Iwasa and Porsche for the race win. But they're both close to the front. I think they were like 6th and 8th. And the interesting thing is, when they pitted, there is a car between Iwasa and Porsche who has not pitted. So the real story of this race was, can Iwasa get past all the cars who haven't pitted and keep at least one or two cars between him and Porsche to try and slow Porsche down so when these guys do pit, the gap is big enough. Very exciting stuff. Uh... Nisani nearly stacks it from P2 but manages to keep it going. Uh, but Fittipaldi has an incredibly aggressive move on uh, Fittipaldi and put, forces him off the track. Uh, Nisani then hits Isaac Hadjar and Porcher manages to pass uh, Fittipaldi and is now right behind Iwasa. So Iwasa puts his foot down and gets past Miney for P2. And now, as soon as he got past Miney, it looked like, oh, he's got a gap here, but Porcher was right on the back of Miney again. It was fantastic stuff. Porcher manages to, manages to pass Miney on lap 21 of 33. Uh, Ollie Behrman has a huge off, skipping through the gravel, but manages to keep on going. There's the five-second penalty for Enzo Fittipaldi for forcing Roy Nassani off the track. And this is when Nassani crashes into the wall and is out. We get another safety car. At this point, Frederick Vesti was in the lead of the race, and he hits under the safety car, comes out in P9, but goes off in turn one through the gravel, managed to keep it going. We saw that a lot uh, in the previous races this weekend, where the guys just have the cold tyres, there's not much they can do, and they just skip through the gravel. Uh, Fittipaldi spins off of turn one, recovers it, taps the back wheel on the wall, recovers it again, is going down the straight, and then crashes into the wall. It was just a series of events, three or four events, that could have all ended a race until one ended the race. So we have another safety car. Well, the safety car continues going, because this was behind the safety car when he crashed. And behind the safety car, we have Awasa in first from Porsche, from Hauger. And as the safety car comes in, we have Hauger and Martins crashing into each other. So third and fourth place crash into each other on, like, the penultimate lap. They were third and fourth. By the end of the lap, they were 18th and 19th, keeping on going. Vesti then overtakes for fourth place. Fantastic job uh, from him. And now it was Vesti versus Leclerc for the final podium position of P3. Fantastic battle here. That's when we get the replay showing that Martins kind of locked up and hit Hauger on the second-to-last corner of the lap. 
and this is when Dennis Hauger retires the car. He was furious as this, as you may expect, from P3 with two laps to go to out of the race. No, none of it, nothing he could do. He was absolutely fuming, understandably. And this is where we get to the chequered flag, and it is Ayumi Owasa who wins the race, becoming the first repeat winner of Formula 2 in 2023 and becoming the new championship leader for Formula 2. But possibly his biggest rival in that championship, Teo Porcher, is in second place behind him. And then it was Oasis' teammate, Arthur Leclerc, in third place, completing the podium. And that was the Formula 2 for this weekend. Once again, fantastic racing. I'm loving the Formula 2 this year. It is really good, and it looks like... We have a battle on our hands here. Porsche versus Awasa for the Formula 2 Championship. It should be good. If we look at the standings here, let me just pull up the standings. Um, so uh, that's the Formula 3. Where's the Formula 2 standings? Formula 2 standings. So we have Awasa on 58 points, Tail Porsche on 50 points, then it's Vesti who is now in third with 42 points, Ralph Boschong, who is the championship leader going into this race, is now in fourth with 33, actually on joint points with Arthur Leclerc in fifth. Uh, Jehan Daruvala is on 32 points in 6th, Haugen in 7th for 30, Zane Maloney 29, Cushmine 26, and then Richard Vashore 25, completing the top 10. So the battle is really there between Awasa and Porsche. Uh, you could really say as well, Vesti's in this as well. He's a few points behind, but if we see anything happen, like we did with, you know, Tail Porsche, he walked away from two races in Saudi Arabia with zero points. Vesti's going to be on him. He's going to be there. Uh, Boshong as well, I'm less hopeful for him because he it seems like in Bahrain he got rather lucky than anything else. I haven't seen anything in Saudi or Australia that tells me he's really going to be up there for me. But there you go. Uh, hero of the F2. I haven't written down who I want for Hero of the F2, but it was just a great race for everyone, really really enjoyable stuff i'm gonna give it to awasa i think my f2 hero for this race but yeah he did very well and i was very impressed so there you go that is the f2 for this week and now very much like the f1 there is a month off of f2 until we get to baku but great racing and i can't wait to see what happens next so make sure you subscribe if you're into the f2 we're covering f2 all year now uh, and also there'll be the f1 driver ratings video coming out later today so that should be a lot of fun until then though have a good day i'll see you later goodbye